Welcome to an audio teaching from Windsor Park Baptist Church in Auckland, New Zealand. If you would like to look at the message notes or see some questions for reflection that take their lead from today's teaching, head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz and head to the online tab where you'll see services and series and you can download different resources from there. Thanks for joining us and we hope you're encouraged by today's teaching. A couple weeks ago, I used Google Maps to try and find a location near the city and somehow the site malfunctioned to show a Bible verse pop up like a location placeholder. I didn't think anything of it, and so I flicked out of the page and went on to another page. And then I thought, well, that was strange, and what are the chances of that happening, like a Bible verse popping up on Google Maps? So I was prompted to go back and see what it said. The verse was actually listed in four different languages, and it was Psalms 68 verse 11. And this is incredibly encouraging to me at this time. I think it could be some sort of calling as well. It said, the Lord announces the word and the women who proclaim it are a mighty throng, which means an army or a force. I should probably add that this is really relevant to me at this time because I have started a new business, Mother Earth Co., um, selling eco products for women and, and bubs. And I've been advised to add an ebook into the business that adds value to customers when they purchase a product. And I never thought of that book including scripture or even referencing my journey with God, but now I definitely am. Um, and I think I feel like this verse is really specific to the call to women to start speaking more about God and the word again. Um, I feel like at this time, friends and family are often quite busy with everything that's going on at the moment. Um, but now I feel like it's a good opportunity to share what God's doing in your life. And as a woman, we're often quite open to each other. And even to some of my non-Christian friends, sometimes I say, when I'm feeling anxious, I like to meditate and pray. And I always feel a huge sense of peace afterwards. And quite surprisingly, often they say, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I should do that. Um, So I feel a tremendous sense of joy sharing this verse today because it's actually fulfilling what the word says um, to share his verse as a woman. So I encourage you to be courageous and sharing what he's doing with your life to other women around you and giving the credit back to him. Well hi everybody, I hope you've been enjoying summer. Maybe you've popped over to Waiheke Island and enjoyed some of the glorious beaches over there. We really live in paradise around here in Auckland, don't we? So many different options to enjoy over the summer holiday period. But I've loved the last three Sundays as we've been in the series that we've called Shaped. We heard in our first Sunday from Ethan who was speaking about a passage that had shaped Helen's life. And then over the last two Sundays, we've had our new preacher, Aidan, who has been speaking about passages that have spoken into both Junie and Alistair's lives as well. They've been shaped by those passages. These crowdsourced series that we've done over the last few Januaries, over the last few years, are so enjoyable as we get to learn about different people from our church. And if you haven't been joining us this January, you can can always catch up on our website, our app, or on our Spotify podcast as well. They've been great messages. So while over the last three weeks you've heard people who have been shaped by a particular scripture in the past, today is a little different. 
What you've just heard from Sarah is a scripture that I believe is going to shape her in the future. Uh, Personally, I can't wait to hear from Sarah in five years' time when what she talked about has worked itself out in her life. We might need to have part two of this message then, and maybe in less time, but you get the idea. So rather than talk about the passage that Sarah highlighted, I want to talk in to what Sarah talked about, because I think there are some significant themes in there for a bunch of you today, especially as we start a new year and we get into the the rhythm of what this year holds for us. Maybe it's a season where many people are wondering about what's next in life and where God might be taking them, might be taking you. Let me firstly say that I'm sure that like a lot of you, there's been a scripture at a particular time in life that just pops out for us. Often there's scriptures that we've read maybe a thousand times without them popping out. But I'm a believer that at a certain time when God wants to do something significant in our lives, The Spirit gives divine revelation, or in other words, maybe a kick up the butt, about something that you need to hear at just the right time. I love how Sarah explained that she wasn't even looking for a verse when Psalm 68 popped up. She was actually using Google Maps to try and find her way somewhere in the city. And then a scripture comes up. It's like God was saying, hey, Sarah, you think you know where you're going, but... I've got a different map for you. Check this one out. If you've never had an experience like that, then my encouragement to you is pray for one. It could be a life-changing event. Scriptures just pop up maybe where you least expect them. So to this verse, Psalm 68 verse 11, that suddenly appeared on Sarah's radar on her GPS. The Lord announces the word and the women who proclaim it are a mighty throng. I love that Psalm 68.11 is so explicit in who it's describing. I mean, if I was to read that verse in a gender-neutral tone, you wouldn't even blink. I could say, the Lord announces the word and those who proclaim it are a mighty throng. Sounds about right, doesn't it? Not much different. And some translations do make it gender-neutral. But the original text of Psalm 68 doesn't say that. The psalmist is explicit in who he's writing about. The Hebrew word that is used in the original text is a long word that I can't even pronounce, so I'm not going to bother trying. But it is said in the feminine sense. And so the NIV translation that I read from is perhaps the most accurate than some other translations. The larger context of Psalm 68 is worth noting. The whole of the psalm is about celebrating victory in war. God has led his people to victory. It's a victorious psalm, a great situation. And who are those who are entrusted to announce, proclaim, celebrate, and lead Israel in victorious praise? It's woman. If I was to paraphrase Psalm 68.11 according to my translation, it would go something like this. The Lord leads his people to victory, and an army of women, a force to be reckoned with, are those who are empowered to lead the worship of God with dancing and singing. I love that. And this is not the only time that we see such a situation in the Bible. Biblical history is consistent with what we see in Psalm 68.11. Choirs of female singers and leaders took prominent roles in war songs of the ancient days. You can check it out. 
Exodus chapter 15, verse 20 to 21. Judges 5, verse 1. 1 Samuel 18, 6 and 7. Some other examples. And naturally, we shouldn't be surprised. Women played prominent roles right throughout the biblical narrative. I'm sure you've all heard of Eve, Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, Leah, Jochebed, Miriam, Deborah, Delilah, Ruth, Hannah, Bathsheba, Esther, Mary, Elizabeth, Martha, Mary of Bethany, Mary Magdalene, Priscilla, and I could go on and on. Women who held significant roles in the stories of their time and were God's hands and feet in powerful ways. And Sarah, the Sarah who gave us the scripture today, the woman in Proverbs 31, 10 to 31 is your friend. I've spoken about her before, and she is definitely not a Mother's Day type woman. She's a woman of business who uses her skills, her talents, and her market acumen to bless her family and to worship God. I don't even have time to get into how powerful that example is today, but get me started on that, and you'll struggle to get me to stop. It's so empowering for women in business and women in the world generally. I mean, read that passage. Proverbs 31, 10 to 31 in that light, and I guarantee you it will change your perspective of how it's normally read. Folks, there there are two points I want to make coming out of what Sarah has shared and from Psalm 68, 11, what it's saying to us. Firstly, women are equally gifted as men to be involved in the work of God. I don't know why this continues to be such a hang up in some parts of the wider church today, but it is still a hang-up, even for some of the churches in our family, the Baptist churches of New Zealand. But I want to be clear on where I stand on this issue of women and men working together as co-laborers to build the kingdom of God in our world. Well, I've just said where I stand. Women and men are co-laborers, equal partners, both gifted, neither of them better than the other, both called to fully participate at all levels of leadership and service within both the local church and our wider society. You know, this is our history, our practice, our experience, and our theology here at Windsor Park. And I hope that will always be the case. We believe the Bible not only supports but encourages that position. Today's message could go in all kinds of different directions, and that is one direction that I could go into if you got me started again, but I don't have the time for that today. Let's save it for another time. Secondly, God calls a broad range of people to be his voice. You know, I remember when I first sensed God calling me to change my career and pointed me towards vocational pastoral ministry as opposed from what I was doing in another career, and I was just a volunteer in the church. That sense of call came out of the blue for me, and I felt terribly inadequate for what was ahead. And over the years, this has been a repetitive pattern, both within my own life and in the lives of those who I've journeyed with, who have felt God say similar things to them. But it's obvious that God both calls and needs a huge range of people to speak for him in our world in a myriad of different contexts, both within the church and in the marketplace. Men, women, young, mature, experienced and inexperienced. I believe that that God is calling more of you to explore that what that might mean in your lives. The things that you need to have courage for to, to share what God has done in your lives. And in many different ways than what we traditionally understand that. 
And so this doesn't mean just speaking from the pulpit or from church like, like what I'm doing. It might mean speaking at work. It might mean speaking on your campus or in your homes and writing online, making apparel or wherever your imagination is taking you. I love that Sarah talked about including scripture and aspects of her journey with God in an ebook as part of her business. So exciting. The greatest story is this. It doesn't matter who you are or how ill-equipped you feel or how inferior some people might try and make you f- make out you to be. Don't let people hold you back if God is calling you into something. Be courageous. If God has a calling on your life, go for it. I am only here in my role at Windsor Park because of one particular day when God told me to get over myself and my hang-ups and start to become the leader that God had wired me to be. He literally gave me a kick in my behind. Sarah speaks about what God has laid on her heart, which I believe is a call to her, but not only to her, to get out of our comfort zones and trust that God is in charge. So here was, here's what I want to say to Sarah and to anyone else that may be doubting their worth or their abilities or to anyone that has a spirit-inspired calling on their lives to proclaim Christ anywhere in the world, whether it's in the church or whether it's in the marketplace. And let me be honest, in my opinion, the marketplace is where we have the most opportunity to make a, a kingdom of God difference in our world. But don't get me started on that. I'll be on another tangent. I want to say to you this. If God is calling you, Obedience is your only option to really know and experience who God has created you to be. Sarah, and to all those who sense God speaking to them today, I look forward to hearing about the fruits of your obedience in the not-too-distant future. Let's take this year with courage and use the opportunity that God is giving to us to speak about his goodness and his, his love and his mercy and what he's done for us. This is a year like no other. Let's make it a, a different year. Let's have the courage to be his hands and feet and his voice. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you give us so much opportunity. We thank you that you've given us gifts and abilities different to each other, Together we are better, and in the church, that's the thing that binds us together. Father, I thank you for all people that are part of the church, men and women, and all the different perspectives that we bring to the table. Father, I pray for those today that might feel like they're, they're inferior, they're not good enough. Perhaps they've been made to feel as if they don't have a place. Father, I pray that you might replace the things that have been spoken into their lives with your truth. And your truth is that they have worth, they have value, and they have a role to play. And Father, I pray that we as the church, speaking for myself as a leader and others around me, might continue to make spaces for people to grow in their giftings. And that, Father, we wouldn't limit that just to, to preaching in a church. That's That's really small compared to the opportunity you give us to speak into our world. I pray for all those who might want to rise up in marketplace positions. I pray for Sarah as she thinks about what that means in in her new business. 
And I pray for all of those who right now you are laying something in their heart to respond to. Give us all clear direction as we keep moving into this year about how you would use us to be your people, to be your church, to be those that speak for you in a world where your voice needs to be made known, for you are the only rock, the only foundation that is not changing. So help us to grow in our faith. And we thank you for the psalmist in Psalm 68.11. The challenge, the, the woman in Proverbs 31, all the significant women that we see in Scripture. Love that your Scripture is so rich and so diverse. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining our audio teaching today. If there are ways that we can continue to support you or help you in your journey, please reach out to us. Head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz, and you'll find various ways to contact us. God bless.